0: Well hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here and welcome to the All Things Podcast where we gather once a week to hear real life stories about how God works all things together for good because he is always faithful and always good. Welcome to today's episode of the All Things Podcast. I am super excited to introduce you to another new Redemption Press author. Mike Wyford and his new book, Navigating the Minefield. Before we start that conversation, let me give him a proper introduction. Mike Wyford is a licensed independent clinical social worker and recognized child mental health specialist with 40 years of experience providing care to children, adolescents, families, parents, and individual adults. He has worked at the Center A Place of Hope in Edmonds, Washington for over 30 years as part of the multidisciplinary care team. He currently provides care to older adolescents, parents, and individual adults in the center's partial hospitalization program in Edmonds, Washington. He and his wife Judy are the parents of three grown children and two grandchildren, and they make their home in Mountlake Terrace, Washington just a hop, skip and a jump north of where we are at in our bookstore and office. So let's go ahead and roll that conversation. Well, Mike Wyford, it is so good to have you here today on the All Things Podcast. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thanks so much, Athena. I really appreciate you having me on.
0: Oh, you bet. So before we jump into talking about your new book, Navigating the Minefield and just getting some understanding of the the wisdom that you are sharing from all your years of counseling and uh, just all that God has taught you in the process of your professional work, um, we would just love to get a sense of how God works in your life and would just love to have you share a romans eight twenty eight story from your life where God used something rough and something that you know might sometimes look to us like it's not redeemable and how he's used that for good in your life
1: well, I appreciate that Athena and I've had a little bit of time now to think about this you know romans eight twenty eight Romans eight is one of my favorite chapters in the bible and of course 28 says we know that in everything god works for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose in writing this book and then thinking about this passage a lot of my focus had been as a clinician working with so many hurting people and so the stories of brokenness and hurt uh, were part of that road, part of that journey, and then wanting to encourage other families to be able to avoid some of those pitfalls i I refer to them as landmines in my book but um after writing the book and then reading parts of it, I realized that I could really relate personally to a lot of what I talk about in the book in that uh there was a significant part of my growing up years that in a family where anger was not expressed um consistently well and uh there was uh so discipline included times of violence and um so i found myself being able to relate <laughs> to that she thinking my my own parents would have benefited from a book like this uh when my two sisters and i were growing up um but now, being able to really encourage other families in a path of healthiness using some of the um, lessons from working with so many children who had been also physically abused and emotionally abused, but also many who had also been sexually abused, so seeing that God uh, takes some of these experiences and then being able to encourage others and even for prevention. So big heart of the book is also um, the prevention of these kinds of hurts.
0: Mm, That is just so powerful. You know, that God can use something that when it's a family of origin and it, and struggle, that's, that's really intense. And, You know, for him to be able to take that and redeem it and that and by using it through not only your work, but now a book that can go far beyond your, you know, ability to reach, you know, sitting in the counseling chair with you one on one or on a Zoom. I mean, this now is going to another level where, you know, that. God uses all things, even the hard things like that childhood that you experienced for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. And what I also love about this is that the book that he has given you and the wisdom that you've been able to share in it is going to also reach those who don't know him.
1: Yes. And that was part of the, the heart. I appreciate that. The heart of the book is also that could be a crossover resource for people who aren't necessarily yet, not yet, perhaps, coming from a faith background, but the information about child development and positive discipline and getting, there's a chapter on getting anger out of discipline. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah, and uh, that these things can be intriguing enough for any parent that then as they get into the material, being able to have what I would call a gentle exposure the love of god and his heart
0: i love that so now you've been working for a long time with a longtime friend <laughs> of mine um dr jance at the center a place of hope so tell us how your experience working there has paved the way for you to write this book on parenting
1: i do appreciate that um yeah, I've worked there with Dr. Greg Jantz for now uh, a little over 32 years. Wow. And um, and prior to coming there, I had worked for a um, little over eight years with children, adolescents, and families. So I this was kind of one of my er- main areas of experience uh, prior to coming to the center. And then once coming to the center, Dr. Jantz <clears throat> encouraged me to write a little booklet that could be an encouragement to parents. And then after that, so well it's you know, could we do a mini book? Would you like to do a mini book where you talk about this some more? Um, but part of the key for me is I was at a soon after that conversation, I was at a attending a conference in Seattle on uh, for therapists working with children who had been abused, um, sexually, emotionally, physically. And the presenter was so good, she was so good. And at the end of the presentation, she turns and looks to all of us there in the room. And she says, the need is so great, I would challenge you to consider writing a parenting book. <laughs> and that God, uh, I feel, between Dr. Jantz asking me about, hmm, can we do something more on this topic? And then at that conference, feeling that God was really putting that on my heart, that this is something he was wanting me to chip away at. And so I went to uh, Northwest Christian Writers uh, with Dr. Jantz back in 1996 and uh, he invited me to go with him as he was working on some other writing projects and i got an outline for how to write a book proposal saw how intimidating that was i took it home (laughs) and started writing you know working on an outline uh but it was so anyway over 20 years later being able then to uh, have it polished with editors Presenting it to uh, a couple of different publishing houses, but then coming back to you athena <laughs> uh as being able to, and actually I'm so grateful for that because one of the one of the if I think about a few of my favorite things about this book is I was able to pursue and obtain the the licensing rights for two photographs there's not too many parenting books that actually have um, non-stock, you know, photos, and I, I, and one of these is a, a color photo, uh, uh, helping with illustrating child development, very early child development, and I'm just so grateful for for being able to to do that with with your organization.
0: Well, I remember when I first met you at the Northwest Christian Writer <laughs> one of our monthly meetings, and just kind of watched you on your journey of meeting you know, with different organizations and different publishers and then coming full circle and coming <laughs> to Redemption Press. And it was just a joy to be able to see that, you know, that was a piece, including those color um, images in the book. That was an important piece of communicating the the information. And that's not one of those things that you can do with most, you know, traditional publishers so it was fun to be able to just watch that vision that you had come alive in the pages of the book and
1: absolutely there are two other uh publishing houses that said you know well you know yeah we could incorporate but they would be black and white so one is a black and white photo of a newborn uh and so that's still black and white but the other one would, was color and said no you'd be able to have that in black and white but that's it and um and I was willing to kind of settle, but I'm so glad that I came back um, anyway with Redemption press. <laughs>
0: so. Amen. Well, so what makes navigating the minefield unique among others that cover parenting subjects?
1: Yes, I, I appreciate that. So there are some, I say a few uniquenesses. One is that there's significant focus on updated child development information, including brain science. And it's broken down, it's patterned a bit after an adaptation of Eric Erickson's um, life stages from, and and there's one set of theorists who uh, had written a textbook that I had in graduate school, and they included some of the developmental aspects of an unborn baby in gestation. So, um, but all the way through adolescence. And so I, I include this broken down in different, um, age, age ranges. And then another piece is that there's just tremendous amount of encouragement for parents and caregivers, grandparents, anyone interacting with, uh, children in any kind of meaningful way, um, encouragement for them in this task, in this job description. Um, and, uh, because often they haven't always received what they needed when they were raised you know what's what kind of blueprint what's the map so the the subtitle you know navigating the minefield a map for effective parenting with child development updates and so it's um tremendous amount of encouragement that then incorporates some gently gently some scripture um and uh also this you know it was my um Editors at Redemption Press that love this. There's a chapter on parenting outcome goals and parenting with a vision for your child. They love that chapter so much, they wanted me to write a second chapter to expand it. And I said, I don't know that I have enough content for a second chapter, but I'll, I'll expand the chapter in terms of how examples of applying, you know, parenting with a vision for your child, picturing a positive future for them. And there's some and helping to nurture uh, faith formation, and um, giving that strong message they're wanted, you know that they're cherished, uh, not worshipped. So we're not talking about child worship, but we're <laughs> talking about being encouraged. Right. Uh, and and, and uh, you know so that came out I think as one of the uh, really big strengths also. And then at the back of the book. There's a couple of real life stories, permission, written permission to share one of them from someone years and years ago, but some heartbreak stories that then talk about uh, Romans 828, both of these Romans 828 stories where the outcome um, is you seeing God's hand in um, being them being sustained, even though they came through some really difficult circumstances. So it's trying to be very realistic. It's not trying to put a a really happy face or a bow on this idea of parenting. Parenting is very messy uh, in dealing with kids. But it's also something as we gain confidence that we can feel like we can do with a support system. And um, my hope is a book like this can be part of the support system.
0: Mm, I love that. And, And I'll bet... And you probably have already maybe some feedback like this, but I'll bet it's kind of like you're not up, you're not like saying, okay, this is what this is going to do for you. But I'll bet it is encouraging them to see what was wrong in the, more clearly what was wrong in their family of origin and that there's yeah. hope that that's not how it's supposed to be.
1: That's absolutely right. And, and you're, one of the sections and, and one of the chapters near the end of the book um, talks, it talks about being able to evaluate the parenting, how well the do- parenting job description was done, including when we were raised. So it's giving guidelines for people with their parenting now, but some people had done some parenting in the past and they have regrets. So there's a lot of theme about forgiveness and grace. And none of us is perfect and we can learn from our mistakes. So there's tremendous grace theme. And then, but, but so we're valuing our, you know, say our parent who had issues like one of mine and, um, that they're still valuable created in the image of God. Now we can take a look at their behavior. We can look at what were their strengths, but what were, where were they lacking? And, um, and we can do that with ourself as a parent. We can do that with how we were raised, and then be able to um, have some healing for that. So, part of the heart of the book is that this. I've even had some some individuals who are they don't have children, they're not in a parental role, and they've been going through the book as part of looking at their own personal development and how they can do some self-parenting, reparenting, healing some of these wounds. Um, guidelines and boundaries that they never knew about because they weren't introduced to it by healthy parents. And so people are finding that as a helpful use of the book as
0: well. Mm, I love that. And just the fact that parents who do maybe, you know, a lot of times when we have an unhealthy childhood, we model that same behavior because that's what became normal for us. And so we repeat it Yes. and to be able to see then, you know, kind of have our eyes open to how unhealthy that really was and what a healthy uh, parenting looks like. Then to, you know, to just kind of have those aha moments where God opens our eyes and we're able to actually receive some healing. I love that, that you're giving that. Blueprint of this is what it's supposed to look like, yes, so we can make th- those changes,
1: yeah, and that's how it can look like, yes, yeah. yeah,
0: amen, okay, so we are um running out of time, i we could go for an hour, easy,
1: yes you just got me warmed up
0: <laughs> um, so let me ask you this one um kind of wrap up question. You write that teaching a child from a young age that every human being's life and safety is precious and it's to be guarded, and that this promotes a culture of nonviolence. Can you share a little bit more on this and why it's so important?
1: Absolutely. I'm so glad that you kind of landed on that, one of that quote outtakes from the book. Um. Well, there's such a huge need, I think, in our culture, emotional abuse and bullying um, in school environment situations. With the pandemic, uh, families have been uh, under higher grades, uh, degrees of stress. And um, so by getting refocused on the value of each life and then see children learn, <laughs> children learn from the behavior of their parents and their, and other role models, uh, not so much from their words or verbal teaching. It's what are you doing? You know? And so as we embrace that ourselves as adults, then we need to, um, the way we help introduce a nonviolent culture to the next generation coming up is that we demonstrate it and we live it out. We have it as a value and, um, so yeah, that I was really pleased with that quote. I um, I think God. Um, I've been praying that God would give wisdom uh, along the way in the writing of this book, and I think those are one. That's one of the pearls.
0: I love that you um, are able to address that and really um, bring it to the forefront because that is so so uh, needed today. Just with. Just like you said, bullying and, you know, just the pro-choice move. I mean, there's so many different aspects that, um, you know, don't value human life. And so thank you so much for for taking a stand for that and promoting a culture of nonviolence. Yes. If we have some people who want to maybe connect with you on social media or online, where's the best place to do that?
1: Yeah, so I'm on uh Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn and um, I also have a um an email. Um but I think Facebook is probably a good place to find me.
0: Great. So is it under just Mike Wyford or Yes, it's off- under M-
1: Mike Wyford. Last name W E I F O R D.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been an absolute delight to have you on and just to um see the Romans eight twenty-eight up close and personal that you know the experience that you went through was hard, but it was God was able to use it to produce some amazing fruit that will you know you change one person's parenting and that domino effect's huge
1: yes and and athena one of the hopeful things that i think is also in the book is and that's what i believe and that's what i've lived is it's my own parenting of our own children has been an opportunity i poured a lot of you know lessons i've learned from that experience into the book but so just because of a person experienced harshness in discipline and, uh, abusiveness when they were growing up. It doesn't mean that they're destined to be an abusive parent, but, uh, it is a vulnerability if there's not a self-awareness, but with self-awareness and other options to what to do differently, then it's certainly many times parents are actually going to be more caring, more compassionate because I know what it feels like. Mm. So
0: So good, so so good. Thank you so much because that I believe there's some people listening today that are going to gain some hope from that truth. And so I'm just going to encourage those of you listening get a copy of Mike's book. Uh, The link will be down in the show notes and um, get actually get two or three so you have them (laughs) to give away one or two to give away as gifts.
1: They make great gifts.
0: Absolutely. So, Mike, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an absolute delight.
1: Thank you so much, Athena. Amen.
0: Well, thanks so much for joining us today for the All Things Podcast, brought to you by Romans 828 Bookstore and Redemption Press. If today's episode encouraged you, we would love to have you share it with your friends on social media and maybe even leave a review on Apple. That will help the algorithms get us up higher to the top when people are searching for podcasts that can bring them hope and encouragement. So thanks again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye for now.